Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, welcome to Talking Sense with me, Dr. Marta. Every week, I answer one of your real-life questions, offering you psychological strategies and ideas to guide you. Before we start, I always like to take a little moment to pause. And today, all I'm going to ask you to do is to get a bit of fresh air on your skin. Whether it's right now or in a few minutes, open a window, step outside, just let the sun and the air touch your skin. It can be such an energizing moment of your day. And now we can begin. Today's question is something that is really common in little ones, but I'm not sure we talk about it very much. Let's have a listen. Hi, Dr. Martha. So my question today is that um, my son struggles to say goodbye um, to people, whether it be friends or family members. Um, We've never pushed him having to give them a hug. He's never really wanted to, so we've kind of just left it. We do encourage it, but if he doesn't want to, we don't force it. Um, but he has now gotten to a point where, where he actually says, I don't want to say goodbye and he'll hide behind us rather than let the person even say goodbye to the, to him. He'll then say, um, I don't want them to say goodbye to me and hide away. Uh, I don't know if there's a reason he's doing it. Is it that he's enjoying his time there so much that he doesn't want to go, um, that could be the case if it was only every now and again, but he does it every single time. So I just wanted your opinion on this and if there's something better I should be doing um, to help and encourage him. Thanks then. Bye. Oh, you know, it's actually really, really common for children to find goodbyes difficult to say to people. And it's not just goodbyes. It can also sometimes be hellos too. Um, And one of the things that I think can help us understand what is happening to a child in these moments is to think about the social concept of saying hello or saying goodbye. What we do seems so natural and easy because we do it all the time. It's just one of those social interactions that becomes part of the glue that makes us polite and relatable to others. But for children, seeing somebody that they haven't seen for a while and going, hello, is quite a big concept. They have to think, I know you. They have to think, I need to say something to you so that you recognise that I see you and that I connect with you. And then they need to know the word, hello. When they say goodbye, it's even a little bit bigger than that because it's also about leaving somewhere or someone. There is an ending and that can bring up lots of really big feelings for children. So first of all, there's the pressure of kind of performing in a way because it is a bit of a social performance. And I'm not saying politeness and manners are not important. Of course they are. But we need to like 
put it into a child's point of view, they are saying something at the right time in the right context while other people are watching them. And therefore, it feels a bit like a performance. It's a formality that we as adults understand and we act it out beautifully. But children, they're still learning it. And so for them, it's a lot, lot harder. Not only have they got to know that within that context, they have to say goodbye, they have to move through the emotions that the word goodbye might bring for them. And for many children, saying goodbye is about separating. It's about leaving, it's about an ending, and that can bring up some big, strong emotions for children. Emotions of sadness, emotions of embarrassment, emotions about when will I see this person again, and even times where they think, I don't wanna leave, this is not what I wanna do right now, I wanna stay here doing what I'm doing with these people. So saying goodbye becomes quite an event for children. It is not just the act of saying goodbye, it's more the moving through of these big feelings that this moment in time carries for them. So in order to make things a little bit smoother for your child, I'm going to try and give you five ideas to help you prepare them, guide them through the moment, and give them some options and some control. Because one of the things that helps children the most in times of big feelings or even overwhelm is having a sense of control, that they can do something in their power to move through this, that it isn't just an expected performance, that it isn't just adults saying, please say goodbye, say goodbye to grandma or say goodbye to your friend, that they're actually able to do something that is meaningful to them and that allows you to move through that process of them also learning the social interaction that's needed when we leave a place or we end a play date and we're saying goodbye to someone, see you soon. So I'm gonna start from the beginning and give you five ideas. Okay, so my first idea for you happens before you're even at the place that you're going to leave. It's about preparing your child. And we do preparation best when we're not in the moment or the situation. So this could happen in the morning before you leave the house and you're off to see somebody, or it could happen on a completely different day while you're doing some role play or some playing with little toys with your child. What you wanna teach your child is that saying hello is how we greet and meet people. So even when they're playing with their toys and you're joining in with them, as soon as you're part of the game, say hello to their toys. Hi, I'm Teddy. Who are you? Nice to meet you. Hello, I'm Teddy. You know, show them, play it out. Let them hear you do this kind of role play where they understand that hello is part of a social interaction that matters. And then when it comes to saying goodbye, you do a similar thing. If you're doing it with toys, you might say, oh, I have to go home now because it's really late, but I don't want to leave. And I don't really want to say goodbye, but I know I have to go. So goodbye, hope to see you soon. You want to play out some of the things that you think your child is afraid of or scared of or worried about. So if you think what they're worried about is they won't see them again, make sure in your role play that you're acting something out that shows I'm gonna come back, I will see you soon. Or if you think it's embarrassment, you can say I feel really embarrassed because everybody's watching me and I'm not sure I wanna say goodbye in front of everybody. Oh, this is a scary moment, but I know I can do it. 
I know I can say the word goodbye. If I say it, maybe it'll be okay. And you play it out. This really helps children because they learn through play. So when we do role play where we act out hellos and goodbyes without putting pressure on our child that this is what they have to do, they learn the social norms. So this is one way of preparing before an event. Another way is before you leave the house and you're going somewhere that you have a conversation with your child. And this works best with children who are a little bit older. So sit them down and let them know that you're going to go and see granny and grandpa, for example. And what's going to happen is that you're going to come home at some point because you're not going to stay at granny and grandpa's for bedtime. You're going to come home. And when it's time to come home, it'll be time to say goodbye. And you know they find this difficult. So talk about it. Children are so good when you really name what happens to them and you have a conversation with them about it. It helps them feel seen, it helps them feel understood and they are paying attention because in that moment they haven't got the pressure of having to leave granny and granddad's house. They're able to listen and to really think through what is going to happen. So the conversation might sound very simply like, we're going to go to granny and grandpa's in a minute and you know at some point we're gonna have to come home. I know that when it's time to go home, you don't like saying goodbye to granny and grandpa. At this point, you can get curious. If you don't understand what is happening for your child, ask. So that might sound like, I've noticed that you usually shy away from it or you hide behind my back. So I'm wondering if you're a little bit scared to say goodbye or maybe you're worried of saying goodbye, what's happening for you? Let your child tell you what's happening for them. Make sense of this together because that's going to build up the ability for you to find the right solution for when it's time to say goodbye. So they might be worried or scared of saying goodbye because of the pressure or they might be feeling sad of saying goodbye and so what they need is a moment of connection with whomever they're saying goodbye to. So they might need a bit more time with that person or they might need that person to remind them that they are welcome to come back, that they have loved seeing them that this is not a goodbye, that this is a see you soon. Because these words matter. Children are incredibly concrete. They're very literal. Goodbye means farewell, right? Bye. But see you soon means I get to see you very soon. Right now, I won't see you for a bit, but soon I will. And children really take those words into like the literal meaning of what we're saying. So help your child think about it. And once you've discussed it, doesn't have to take very long. It usually only takes a few minutes. Find a way forward with your child that gives them a sense of control in that moment. So you might say, which is going to be my tip number two, when it's time to go home, I'm going to come and find you because I'm going to give you a little bit of time to adjust to the fact that we're going to have to say goodbye. And I'm going to let you choose whether you want to say see you soon or you just want to give a wave or you want to give a cuddle or you want to blow a kiss. 
but we're gonna have to say goodbye and we are gonna have to leave. And now I know that you feel really sad when we go. So I'm gonna make sure that you have lots of nice time with Granny and Grandpa before we go so that we can fill your cup and you remember that we're gonna come back and see them very soon. You wanna give your child that strategy. You wanna equip them with something before you even get somewhere. If goodbyes are hard, you need to plan for them being hard. Don't wait until you're about to leave somebody's house and think, oh no, we're here again. My child won't say goodbye. This is a nightmare. What's wrong with them? Plan it. Prepare for it. Assume and accept. It's going to happen. They're not going to want to say goodbye. And there are things that you can do to prepare and offer your child toolkits. And you can do this way in advance of these moments. But in these moments, there are other things you can do too. Okay, so my second tip is about in the moment where you're leaving granny and granddad's house. We're just going to keep that example going. And you know your child is not necessarily going to be able to use the tools that you've already helped them prepare. But remember that if you've done the preparation, they've already got a sense that this is going to happen, okay? That expectation of sadness, the expectation of leaving, the expectation of the pressure to say goodbye is already going to have started to kind of shrink a little bit because they understand that it's coming. So what I would do is follow any of the steps you've already suggested with your child, follow them through and don't forget them. So a lot of this is on you because often when we leave somebody's house, we're having such a nice time, whether it's a play date or anything else, that we look at our watch and we think, we've only got five minutes, we have to go. And if that happens, you may have run out of time to prepare your child adequately. So one of my tips for you is to set yourself an alarm or a reminder, something that will buzz a good 10 to 15 minutes before you know you have to leave so that you can go towards your child and prepare them. So I I have a child who does not like to say goodbye when we leave. And I understand that the reason is that she feels a lot of sadness. And she finds it easier when people leave our house, but she doesn't like leaving other people's houses. So I set a little alarm on my phone and I will go towards her and say something that sounds like... In a few minutes, we're gonna have to leave. And I know that's gonna feel really sad because it's really hard to say goodbye. But remember, we're gonna see Granny and Granddad very, very soon. So, how would you like to say goodbye to them? Are you gonna wanna wave? Do you wanna say, see you soon? Do you wanna blow a kiss? Do you wanna say, thank you for playing with me? I tend to give her some options. She tends to often withdraw and go a little bit quiet when we're having this conversation because she's starting to feel those feelings of, I need to leave soon and I'm not ready. What also tends to happen is that she will ask for something. She will say, I will leave, but not until. And then there's something there. And the until might be, I wanna play another game or I wanna play one more round of something or I wanna finish this coloring or whatever it is. So. That allows me to give her a sense of control because I often will say, okay, we can do that. When you finish X, Y, Z, then we're going to put our shoes on and our coat 
and then we're going to leave. And she gets a sense of the process. There is a stepped process. And because I've given myself a good 15 minutes, sometimes I give myself a little bit more, she's got time to do this thing she wants to do. I don't have to pull her away from the setting and kind of make her feel like it's a forced goodbye. I'm going to allow her to have that kind of warming up to leave. And my child is one of those children that does... She is slow to warm up when she meets people and she's slow to warm up when she has to leave. So if your child is a bit like mine, remember, they just need the extra time. And if we give it to them and we offer it in a way that gives them a bit of control and lets them feel really good about it, because they're still going to feel sad, but they can feel good to have done what they wanted to do before they leave, then it can go a lot, lot smoother. And they're also feeling respected, which is really important. If what we're trying to do is teach our children social communication that is about respect and politeness and manners, we need to respect our children first so they can see the value in respecting another. Because saying goodbye is a formality, but it is a way of acknowledging another person that we might not see for a few days or a bit longer than that. So it's really important that we teach our children what we're going to do here when we say goodbye to somebody is offer and show respect. So I'm going to teach you that by showing you respect. You, my child, deserves to be respected in this moment that you find so tricky. And at some point, it will get easier with your support. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. And now it's time to say goodbye. So what do we do? Now, even if you've done all of this, I am not going to promise you that your child will not just go really quiet, withdraw, hide behind your legs. I can't promise you that because you need to know that this like social communication, the ability to be polite and show manners to others, they are skills that take time to develop and become kind of second nature like they are for most of us saying hello and goodbye is not really something we even think about it becomes automatic for our children it is not automatic and we cannot force it out of them because that doesn't teach them what we're actually trying to do which is as I said before you know that kind of gratitude towards someone that we're kind of saying thank you for spending time with us thank you for opening your home to us I really value the time we've shared. We can't do that if we're forcing our child to say goodbye or forcing them to do it in a way that doesn't fit for them. And what I mean by that is that sometimes kids are really good at saying goodbye, but not very good at saying it with their words. They're better with gestures. 
And I know you will have seen this in your child. At times where you're about to leave somewhere and you're asking them to say goodbye and they don't, do they do physical things? They do. Sometimes they might stomp their feet or they might shake their head or they might even do a little groan like, because they're saying, no, I don't want to say goodbye. I don't want to leave. You can be really clever and use those gestures, those little sounds your child makes as clues for communication because that is what they're doing. They're communicating that they cannot say goodbye, not in the way we're asking them to, but in some ways, they're already saying goodbye. If they stomp their foot or they go, oh, or they shake their head or anything like that, that is a signal. That is a communication. So use that to your advantage. You might say to them, oh, you're stomping your foot. Okay, maybe stomping your foot is a way of saying goodbye. And then you stomp your foot. Stomp. Okay. Bye-bye, nanny and grandpa. Stomp. Bye-bye. And... If you've got kind, you know, aligned family members or friends, maybe they can stomp their feet too and say goodbye to your child. Now, this might feel like a gimmick or a game, and it kind of is, but what it does is connect your child to others in this moment. They're going to feel a lot less alone when what you're doing is using their communication as a way of saying goodbye. And you're also clearly saying You don't want to say goodbye, not the way that we do. So that's okay. This can be our new little ritual for the day and we're still going to say goodbye. Now, if your child is a lot more vocal and they're a little bit older and you know that what they want is to not say goodbye because it means leaving, then you need to give them some new words, some different options. There are lots of ways we can say goodbye. We can say, see you soon. We can say, I loved seeing you, loved being here. I hope to come back soon. It can even be kind of like the silly saying of, see you later, alligator. I don't know if anybody ever said that before, but at school, we used to say that all the time. See you later, alligator, in a while, crocodile. And we used to do that as a response between kids. And it's kind of silly and fun and not as formal as goodbye, but it is a goodbye. But as I said before, see you soon. Feel softer, gentler, easier to children. And go further. Your child can come up with their own special phrase or code word that means goodbye. And it could be a special interaction that they have with their grandparents or a special interaction that they have with their friends. Could be a special handshake. Could be, I don't know, some kind of like mini dance or hand flap or whatever it is. A special hug. There are so many ways that children can learn to say goodbye to each other. And again, this is something that you might do in the moment when they don't want to say goodbye or you can prepare for it. So in that previous 15, 20 minute before the moment of goodbye, you could have prepared your child for this. If they're old enough, ask them. How are you going to say it? Do you want to find a code word? Do you and your friend want to think of like a fun handshake that you can do at the door when you say goodbye to each other? This makes it playful. This makes it fun. And when things are fun or silly, it shrinks anxiety. And when anxiety shrinks, the kind of pressure to perform and the pressure to say goodbye melts away. It just helps ease children into this place. And my last tip for you, 
You've prepared them at home. You've given them a good 15, 20 minute preparation before you get to the door. You get to the door and you try what I suggested, the little gestures, the handshakes, the stomping. It doesn't work. Your child is not going to say goodbye. They're distressed. They're clinging onto you. They need your physical support. This is what I suggest. You pick them up. You give them a cuddle. You name what is happening to them. It sounds like you really don't want to say goodbye, do you? Okay, I get it. And then you say goodbye on their behalf. The best way to help children learn social communication is for us to model it and to model it with compassion and care. So that might sound like, grandma, grandpa, thank you so much for having us. We have loved being here and our little one has loved playing with you and they've really enjoyed lunchtime and we cannot wait to come back. So it's not a goodbye. It's a see you very soon. Please, grandma and grandpa, can we see you soon again? Of course, they're going to say, yes, of course, we loved seeing you. Bye, bye, bye. Okay, your child is learning just through your interaction. They are learning what goodbye and see you soon and we've loved being here sounds and looks like. And it does not matter. When children are really small as adults, we need to let go of this pressure we put on them to really make them say the words. It is not the words that they're going to struggle saying. It is the emotion of gratitude. It is the emotion of thankfulness for being somewhere in somebody else's home where they've been having a nice time and showing appreciation. And that, that sense of thankfulness and gratitude that comes from a feeling. So if we want our children to leave others' homes with those feelings, we need to just model it for them. It is the best, most effective way. And yes, I've left it at the end because I know that what you really want is to get your child to say goodbye and to respond. So the four other tips are not to be dismissed. You can still work on saying goodbyes. You can work on understanding what is happening for your child. You can give them a sense of control with either giving them more space to warm up to the goodbye and allowing them to have their own actions and words that are meaningful and still connecting that allow them to separate and have an ending. And you can keep being a wonderful role model for your child. I promise you this. I have not yet met a child with neurotypical development who doesn't say goodbye when they're the age of like six, seven, eight. Keep going. They say goodbye. Little ones don't, but it's not from a place of rudeness. It's from a place of both emotional overwhelm, dysregulation, fear, the pressure to perform, and just this inability to really get the words that they want out of themselves because those moments feel so big. It feels like a really big transition to them. So they need you to support them through it and to hold in mind their littleness, their beginnings of learning and the fact that social communication is a lifelong skill. It begins in infancy, but it carries on way past into adulthood. So let's just give children a bit of space and a bit of time 
to develop these skills with our support and our guidance. And we're coming to an end. I always like to end with a little mantra to hold you for the rest of the week. And today's is, I can let go of this. Whenever there are things that you struggle with your child, just remember that you role modeling the right skills, both in interaction with them and with others, is how they learn. So don't give up because they will get there. Thank you so much for joining me for another Talking Sense. If you'd like to spend more time hearing my thoughts and ideas, come and join my community on Instagram at Dr. Marta Psychologist. And if you want to hear my news before everybody else and there's some exciting things coming up soon, come and join my newsletter. You can sign up on my homepage of my website at drmartapsychologist.com. I hope you have a restful week and I look forward to seeing you again on another Talking Sense. Until then, see you soon.